Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, January 26, 2021. I'm Rich Straffolino. Twitter launched Birdwatch, which lets users flag and discuss tweets believed to be misleading or false. Birdwatch is a standalone section of Twitter, initially rolling out to a small group of users with accounts tied to real phone numbers and email addresses. Tweets get flagged in Twitter's main interface, then notes can be added to the Birdwatch section for context. Users can also rate others' notes to prevent bad faith usage. Twitter says eventually it wants notes to appear on tweets themselves for its global audience, with Birdwatchers acting as moderators. A sample UI and a waitlist are available at birdwatch.twitter.com. Twitter also acquired the newsletter platform Review. Twitter will bring on Review's six-person team with plans to add new features to help writers connect their Twitter audiences to newsletters. Review emails free newsletters for up to 50 people with paid versions up to 40,000. Twitter says it will lower the cut of paid newsletter revenues it takes from 6 to 5%. Review will remain an independent brand and Twitter will continue to invest in it as a standalone service. Facebook News launched in the UK, expanding to its first market outside the US. The service will offer the same dedicated, curated news portal as a tab on Android and iOS Facebook apps, with previously announced content deals with hundreds of local and national media, including the Financial Times, Sky News, Daily Mail Group, The Economist, The Guardian, and The Independent. Facebook also confirmed it's working with a service called Update to provide a mix of curated top stories and personalized links chosen by algorithm in news. Update is a joint collaboration between German publisher Axel Springer and Samsung. Facebook says that France and Germany will be the next markets to get Facebook news, but did not say when. Spotify has released nine new exclusive audiobooks. The books themselves are public domain, but the performances are by celebrities. David Dobrik narrates Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Forrest Whitaker reads the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass, an American slave, and Hilary Swank narrates Kate Choppin's The Awakening. Spotify is also releasing a companion podcast called Sitting with the Classics, hosted by Harvard professor Glenda Carpio. Last year, Spotify partnered with Wizarding World to release weekly chapter installments of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, although The Verge notes this no longer appears to be listed on Spotify. The European telcos Deutsche Telekom, Telefonica, Vodafone, and Orange published a joint memorandum of understanding, pledging to prioritize the development of OpenRAN, an attempt to diversify the 5G supply chain by setting interoperability standards on equipment and software, opening the door to smaller firms and other network vendors into the 5G ecosystem. Currently, 5G in Europe is dominated by end-to-end vendors Ericsson and Nokia, with countries scaling back infrastructure equipment from Huawei. In the memo, the telcos pledged to work together on open RAN standards, invest in developing the technology, and lobby governments for policy support. Google's Threat Analysis Group reports that threat actors with ties to a government-backed entity based in North Korea are targeting security researchers using unpatched Windows 10 and Chrome exploits in combination with a novel social engineering method. This saw the attackers set up a cybersecurity blog and Twitter account, with the blog publishing posts detailing already public vulnerabilities, which were then shared on Twitter. Google found researchers' machines became compromised when clicking through to the blog posts. The attackers would then use Telegram, LinkedIn, and Discord to reach out to security researchers to collaborate on research, eventually sending over a Visual Studio project containing malware to compromise machines further. Google published a full list of the blogs and Twitter accounts it found as part of this campaign. Sony released its first 5G phone in the U.S., the $2,499 Xperia Pro. 
Internally, specifications are similar to the Xperia 1-2 with a 6.5-inch 21x9 OLED display, Snapdragon 865 SoC, 4,000mAh battery, and 12-megapixel wide, ultrawide, and telephoto cameras. The phone supports sub-6 GHz and millimeter wave 5G with a unique 4-way millimeter wave antenna array to maximize reception. The Pro adds in an HDMI in port on the bottom of the phone next to a standard USB-C port, letting it serve as a high-resolution monitor capable of 4K 60 frame per second HDR video streams from a dedicated camera's HDMI out. Combined with 5G, the Xperia Pro can serve as a bridge to directly stream video content with support for Streamlabs and StreamYard on device for sending to Twitch and Facebook Live. Google announced it will start rolling out COVID-19 vaccine site information in search and maps in the coming weeks, with Arizona, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas getting the information first, with more states and countries to follow. Searching for COVID vaccine will surface access requirements, appointment information, and if a site is a drive through Google also said it will make select facilities available as vaccination sites as needed, partnering initially with public health authorities in Los Angeles, the Bay Area, Kirkland, Washington, and New York City. Pinterest introduced story pins back in September, similar to other stories on social networks, providing a series of short videos that play back-to-back. However, initially, these appeared in the standard Pinterest grid like any other site content. Pinterest apps on iOS and Android now display these story pins at the top of the home screen, with the app suggesting pins from accounts a user doesn't actually follow. Story pins are not ephemeral and still limited to approved businesses and creators. Amazon's Alexa Guard subscription service is now available in the U.S. The service was originally announced in September. Alexa devices offer standard Guard features for free home monitoring. Guard Plus builds on this, adding support for calling an emergency helpline by voice that connects to emergency services, detecting intrusion noises when owners are away, and sounding alarms. The service costs $5 monthly or $49 a year. Amazon also rolled out two other Echo features. Energy Dashboard shows how much power your Amazon smart home devices are using. And Proactive Hunches allows users to give Echo devices permission to take actions based on previous user behavior without specific instructions, like adjusting a thermostat or running a robot vacuum when users are away from the home. And finally, the main YouTube site is now available as a progressive web app. Chrome users will now see a prompt to install the app, which will display a red play logo in an app launcher and open a window without traditional browser URL bar. YouTube Music and YouTube TV already offered PWA versions for over a year now. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.